Hey everyone, welcome back to Not A Resume. It's been a few weeks. Vicky and I have been insanely busy with school and uh, it's been a good time. Vicky, how's, how's everything going with you? It's been a long time since <laughs> we've talked though, like for real. Yeah, it has been. Um, in general, not too bad. I did take a break last week, obviously. You know that I went to Virginia mm-hmm. and now I'm a little behind on schoolwork, but that's okay. <laughs> Worth it. I mean, yeah, exactly. I was going to say, sometimes taking those breaks, um, even though you fall might fall a little behind, it ends up being worth it in the long run just because your mental health. Yeah, exactly. You're just a lot more refreshed. And I was definitely prepared to, like, kick my butt in gear when I came back. So. Oh, that's good. Whenever, yeah. whenever I went to Florida, I was not ready. No, I was struggling and I mean like I was able to get caught up but it was tough yeah for sure um so I I decided I I mean I told you about this but talking about pivoting yes um, and the reason I had come up with that was because a friend had was texting me about like so she's already graduated she graduated college and she wants to go get her her master's I think now um but she's not sure she wants to start school just yet so she because she wants to go out and get some more like real life experience before she starts again Mm -hmm. and um she was kind of worried and uh she was asking me what the right decision would be and I think she's just trying to get some like somebody else's input you know like I do that all the time yeah for sure and uh, I told her that no matter what decision she makes, it's not going to be right or wrong. Like, if you decide to go back to school right away, it might be right for you in the moment. And maybe it's not, but at least you learn from it. Um, I think life is all about pivoting. Like, just like, oh, well, that went wrong. Well, now I just pivot. It's not so black and white. You know? Absolutely. Um, so many people think that there's like this, like I do it all the time thinking that there's an absolute right answer, but there's not, unless it comes down to killing somebody, you know, obviously <laughs> don't kill or, them. Yeah, some other criminal activities, maybe a for sure no-go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but most of the time you're going to have these, like these, these questions in the back of your mind where you're not a hundred percent sure what answer you should make, like or what, what you, decision you should make, but no matter what, you're going to learn from it. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, that's definitely a difficult mindset to get into because I know for me personally, I'm always kind of like, well, I need to figure it out. I need to I need to have this actual plan, like mm-hmm. legit plan. I just need to, to get it all squared away. Oh, yeah. But sometimes that doesn't happen. And for the most part, like, I'm a pretty chill person. I kind of just go with the flow, but but still in the back of your head, you're always kind of like, what do I need to do? What do I need to do, you know? Mm-hmm. I do that all the time. I always think that there is an absolute right answer. That's why I always go to people for, for answers. And it's actually, I think it's a really bad habit I have because I always think I'm going to make the wrong decision but in reality, like, why would it matter? Why would it matter if I made, quote unquote, the wrong decision? You know, um, mm-hmm. I would just like, maybe it sets you back, but you have your whole life to get back on track, you know? 
Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, go ahead. No, I always just think about like, even if I do uh, pick like the wrong choice, quote unquote, mm-hmm. um, like I'm always going to, like you said, learn from it, but also like, I just imagine the worst case scenario, which mm-hmm. isn't always that bad, to be honest. Yeah, I feel that. Um, I always like, especially like even with small things. So like for instance, um, emailing a professor. I have so much anxiety whenever it comes to down to emailing a professor. Like, how do I word this right? What if I say the wrong thing? What if I get in <laughs> trouble? But like, why stress out so much about something so small? Well, shoot, I said the wrong thing and they took it the wrong way. Um, just explain yourself. <laughs> right. Um, I think that's actually uh, kind of funny though, because I feel like with email, this is kind of off track, but email i feel like it's starting to feel like more like text messaging to me anyway so i'm kind of like just nonchalant in most of my emails which is maybe not that great but hmm. anyways well okay, going yeah, back actually, to the topic oh yeah yeah well professors aren't so bad to or well it was it was like what i should have said was the new job i got i was really worried about emailing them because i didn't oh, okay make me think or think that i was a lunatic or whatever <laughs> yeah that makes sense but um now i have to think of more to no, I, <laughs> I like the idea of pivoting i've recently actually been hearing that a lot lately and um not for like my personal life but just in general i've heard the term pivoting a lot like in my classes they're using it a lot and also um there was this entrepreneur that I follow and he was talking about pivoting and stuff, which is, yeah, I think it's definitely a a useful skill to have. And it's something that we have to practice. Mm -hmm. I think it's really tough. Um, I like to use my mom as an example for pivoting. So, um, so like whenever we moved to Wheatland, like before, actually before we moved to Wheatland, she had this really great job that she loved. Like she actually told me that she like almost dreaded the weekends because she loved her job so much. Wow. And I'm like, <laughs> that's oh awesome. Gosh. <laughs> um, but then we moved to Wheatland, of course she couldn't keep that job. And so she, um, she ended up finding another job that she didn't love as much, but she kept with it. And then she went back to school and got a degree to go do the, like basically the job she did before. So like, even though she like maybe made like made decisions that wouldn't like completely fulfill her, she would always has told me the things that she's learned from those things. Yeah. Like she's like, well, I learned how to talk to people or how to be more efficient in my conversations. Or I just learned that like, you know, um, how to spend more time with my family and whatnot. Yeah, for sure. I think some of the most um, adversity we face often leads to like our greatest strengths in the long run. Mm-hmm. Because we do learn those important skills that we wouldn't otherwise be able to learn. Yeah, I mean, if life went exactly how we planned it, then what would we learn? <laughs> exactly, yeah. 
Although sometimes it would make things easier. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Sometimes, I mean, yeah, that's not to negate all the loss that you do experience sometimes with it. Like you mm -hmm. lose time, you lose money. I mean, you lose energy and stuff, but like, I don't know. It's, it's not as bad. Yeah. I think the, the whole point of life, is, and we've said this time and time again, but like just to constantly be learning. You have to be like taking those experiences, the good and bad, and just uh, finding what you've learned from them. Because if you constantly find a way to just like let yourself be angry about the things that didn't go your way, then you'll just be so miserable. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and it's it's not necessarily just learning. It's actually taking what you learn and doing something with it. Because, I mean, you and I both know that we can be in school learning all day, but well, we may or may not use what we've learned. Uh, well, may or may not. <laughs> yeah, good point, Vicky. I mean, supply and operations, what a great, a great uh. <laughs> yeah I swear I don't like that class at all if I have to actually use anything like that I'm going to hire someone oh yeah <laughs> absolutely you do the data analysis stuff I don't want to do it <laughs> anything with numbers oh okay so this is this is definitely off topic okay. but, but it also has something to do with like um making a decision <laughs> which so, is basically pivoting mm -hmm. so I was asked I mean have you have you ever been asked to be a student ambassador in Wheeland for UW no shoot dang what's that so I uh, I was asked to be a student ambassador and they told me that I would go to Wheeland and give a little speech to the high school students about why I chose UW and then I would go to Venmo's and like talk to more people. I don't want to do public speaking. <laughs> if I'm being honest, like, like whenever they emailed me, my stomach hurt. I was like, what? No, <laughs> there's nothing in me that wants to do this. Wow. But I mean, it kind of sounds fun though, to be honest. But also, they probably didn't contact me because I don't wait, is Vimbo's a bar or? No, Vimbo's is that restaurant that John's parents work at, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, never mind. If uh, it was a bar, then I couldn't obviously go. Right. But why would they be sending an ambassador to a bar? Mm -hmm. So never mind. Just mm -hmm. scrap all of that out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that, like, my mom told me that it would be really good. Like, it would look good on my resume. Good point. It would look good. But do I want to go back to Wheeland to talk to people? I don't know. Not really. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Or what if I like, what if I get up there and I'm like, I don't know, I chose it because it's a cheap college, you know, it's right there. It's, <laughs> oh, it was, it's convenient. I'm too lazy um, to move. There you go. <laughs> I don't think they'd appreciate that. Well, you said you don't really um, like public speaking, but... I mean, it's an opportunity to learn how to do it. I have done public speaking before. Well, we all, I think we all had to take that public speaking class like freshman year or whatever. I don't think I did. What, you didn't have to take public speaking? 
No, I've never had to take public speaking in <gasps> any of my years of schooling. <laughs> okay, well, that's that's stupid. Okay, <laughs> well, <laughs> my first public speaking speech, I went up in front of the class and spoke in a Southern accent. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> because that's how I managed my stress. I was like, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, everyone. <laughs> Hey, y'all. I don't even have a southern accent. What the <laughs> heck? Oh my gosh. No, I'd get up in front of the people and Wheeling and Bebo would be right there shaking his head at me, like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> accents are fun. I can't do accents to save my life. I mean, like, southern accent is not, but like uh, the English accent, can't do that. I make it sound more Australian. Yeah, I'm not very good at any accents either. I wish I was like Robin Williams and just like bang them out. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I feel like we should talk more about pivoting. Yeah, we kind of got off topic. Has there been a point in your life where you were like, where, where you didn't know which decision to make. That was a dumb question because we've all had those, but you know, just a specific one. No, that's pretty good. Um, I mean, I think probably going to college was a pretty big one. Mm, yeah. I mean, I was never like against going to college, but I had two colleges in mind and I did have to pick one. Obviously. I remember that. Yeah. Because I thought you were... I, I thought you were going to go to a college in Colorado before. Yes, I was going to. Um, what made you choose UW? Um, honestly, because of the price also. But <laughs> but I think in the long run, like, I mean, it was better decision. Yeah. I, uh, I definitely understand the college thing. Um, whenever I... Whenever I was in high school, I had no idea what I wanted to do. In fact, whenever I went to college, still didn't know what I wanted to do. But uh, uh, my mom wanted me to go into something in the medical field because she's like, you'd be guaranteed a job as soon as you graduate. And I'm like, well, that sounds pretty good. So mm-hmm. I, I checked out, like, the whole reason I went to LCCC was just to do the program, like the radiography program that they have there. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That was the whole reason I went to LCCC. But then I realized, no, I don't want to do that. So <laughs> I ended up um, going into business. But I, that was because I saw a guy puke while I was doing my, like, internship. It wasn't an inter- a, a mentorship. Oh, okay. Whenever I was doing that, I saw a man puke, realized that I couldn't handle puke. I almost <laughs> passed out whenever I saw him puke. And I was like, nope, nope. <laughs> I can't handle it I can't do puke I can do like people I know I I can deal with that but yeah people I don't know I don't know there's something weird about it I was just flipping out like they made me leave the room they're like you look like you're gonna you look like you're gonna go down (laughs) (laughs) wow that's crazy yeah but I mean like I'm happy with my decision to not go into that I mean that was a pretty easy one for me but going into business, the whole the whole reason I went into business after that was just because it's a broader thing. Yeah, that's also why I went into it. Mm-hmm. So you can yeah. really do anything with it. Yeah, and you can go anywhere. Yeah, 
you're not limited. Like if you were to go into agriculture, I'm sure you could still go anywhere, but it would be easier to stay in like Wyoming or something. Yeah, for sure. Or, and I'm not smart enough for engineering. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> Same. <laughs> like every time I see Chandler's homework, my jaw drops. I'm like, how do you do that? Like, I don't, I didn't, I hardly passed algebra. <laughs> yeah let's just say engineering's not my dream job <laughs> oh my gosh i no, may I not f- know what i want to do but i for sure don't know what i don't want to do <laughs> be an engineer <laughs> yeah <laughs> among other things i don't know how i feel chandler always tells me that i have the mind of an engineer and i'm like no i don't it like i can't like Whenever I draw, my professor always tells me that my lines aren't straight. Like, if I can't draw a straight line, what makes somebody think that I could build a straight bridge? <laughs> Bridges are curved, Miranda. It's fine. <laughs> I added extra curves. It uh, helps with the wind. Yeah. <laughs> so are you, are you still planning on getting your master's? Um, I'm still thinking about it, although I, I personally think I need to take a break from school. I understand that. See, that's a, that's a decision. So yeah, for sure. Are you at all worried that if you take a break, then you won't go back? Um, no, I'm not that worried, although I'm not kind of like, it's kind of like there if I want it. I'm not like, oh, I need to do it or anything, you know? Right. So, like, if I end up taking a break and find, like, a really good job or or do something else that I really love, then I probably won't go at all. Yeah. But yeah. if if things don't work out and I see that opportunity, then I'll, I'll probably take it. Makes sense. Yeah. I think, I think that's a good idea. Um, whenever I talk to my mom about taking, like, a gap year or something, well, I'm not planning on going getting my master's or anything but like like whenever we graduated high school Mm -hmm. a lot of people are against gap years which is understandable because here not many people go back to school once they take a gap year yeah for sure but I'm pretty sure in the UK that it's normal to take gap years and uh because I was doing some research and I follow some people on Instagram who uh live in the UK and they have all talked about taking a gap year after high school, doing traveling, and then going to college. Yeah, and that sounds I just, awesome. Yeah, I wish that was a norm here. Right, same. Because I feel very inexperienced. And as soon as I graduate college, I'm just going, like, I don't know what, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I have no experience in anything. I feel that too, yeah. <laughs> they don't really set you up for life no in any school setting you really think like in high school you're really drawn into that trap though yeah you know you think like you'll be getting job offers left and right by the time you're at least at least a junior you'll get one or two job offers and then a senior year you'll be you'll be picking out your job Mm -hmm. no I mean, maybe for some people. I know there's other people in the business department that do have jobs set up, but I think it like kind of depends on how your college career goes and what you do with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I've been 
like that's why I've been trying this trying so hard to get an internship or some kind of job that applies just so that uh, I can maybe have a better chance of getting a job outside of college but it still doesn't guarantee it yeah no for sure I mean unless I would have taken that internship um with the financial place then I would have been guaranteed a job okay but uh I didn't want to be stuck in finances exactly even then you have to pick and choose like the internships that you actually want to do because if they offer you a job then I mean you better like what you're doing already exactly exactly like I mean I've heard good things about working in finances but that's what people who actually like know how to sell things you know they're like they're really good with selling some kind of like financial support crap you know like, mm-hmm. and I'm over here like it might be a waste of your money it might not I don't know it's up to you right <laughs> um lord I don't know what I I I am like two seconds away from wanting to live in a box honestly same <laughs> I don't know. I keep seeing all these uh, videos and photos of people just living in an RV or something, you know? Oh, yeah. I'm kind of like, wow, maybe I should do that. I've been thinking that same thing. Like, unfortunately, I don't think Chandler would ever come with me to do something like that. He would be like, you're on your own on that one. (laughs) He would go with me for a week, and then he'd be like, I'm over it. Dang. (laughs) And then I would probably be over it too. So I can't really. I can't really yeah. Remember. I mean, I think about it and I think about how much of a homebody I am. And then I'm like, ah, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, you're a homebody? I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, I like to travel, but eventually, like, if it goes for too long, I'm kind of at the point where I'm just like, I need to go home. Oh, dude, for like that. a few days and just recharge by myself yeah and then I can go travel again I that makes complete sense I uh I thrive on structure so like whenever you travel there's no structure <laughs> yeah know, it's just like go mm-hmm. and do whatever you want but that wears me out way more than anything else any like any bike riding could ever do to me no structure just makes me want to die inside (laughs) (laughs) that's kind of crazy because I feel like structure is the complete opposite of like what you need to know in order to pivot you know yeah (laughs) (laughs) because if you're too concerned with the structure then it makes pivoting harder and even more stressful I think that I, I can definitely point out some events in my life where I've chosen structure over, like, making a change. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a good point, Vicky. I have never <laughs> thought about that before. Like, uh, so for, for Washakie, the reason I've kept that job so long is because it fits, well, it fits really well in my structured calendar. And like, I'm able to work out however much I want do however much school I want and still put in some hours at work even though I've had the opportunity to work other places I know I wouldn't be able to be as flexible as my job yeah Mm. good point Vicky (laughs) (laughs) I mean in terms of job jobs I've 
I've changed jobs a lot and that's not necessarily like a good thing or a bad thing. Some people yeah. say that you shouldn't be switching jobs that often, but. Well, you still work at Qdoba. Yeah, for sure. And I don't think there's anything wrong. Like Chandler and I were just talking about the amount of jobs we've had the other day. And I've had the new job I got will be my sixth job. Your sixth job, yeah. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with changing jobs, especially if you leave on like good terms. That's if, true, yeah. Like there's a difference between being fired and just, you know, oh, uh, well, this didn't work for me anymore. Yeah, for sure. So I've never been fired either, so that's a good thing. I've actually been fired once. Really? Yeah, I was, I was 15. Oh. I was working for this old lady who I think is still alive. I'm pretty sure she was 90 when I was working. Okay. <laughs> and, I uh, think I remember this old lady. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, From your stories, yeah. I was allergic to her sumac trees because they were poison sumac trees. <laughs> and she flipped <laughs> out on me because I, I was gone for a week because I was in bed itching and dying inside. Mm-hmm. And she fired me <laughs> because I was allergic to her sumac trees. Wow. I still have the letter. She file for a file for a, what is it called? <laughs> oh my gosh. I have no idea. Anyways, <laughs> slightly illegal, but since it wasn't like an official. Yeah, hiring, it was just like a 15 year old job deal. But yeah. Oh my gosh. That was such a time, such a time to be alive. Oh yeah. She's like, my my trees are not poisonous. I never break out. And I'm like, that's because you're on the edge of death and God is sparing you. <laughs> God is sparing you. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Freaking uh she it was also really scary because she'd make me go in her basement and get things for her. And she had like things hanging from the ceiling, um, like plants and uh but like not alive plants like dead plants okay and and she would like like her basement looked like something from from like saw i kid you (laughs) not it was creepy creepy. and smelled like mildew down there and she'd be like oh just go down there and i would always like try to look up the stairs to make sure she wasn't going to shut me in because there was no cell reception down there either so That sounds horrible. Yeah. My mom always thought I was making stuff up too. She's like, she's not that crazy. I'm like, yeah, yeah, she is. <laughs> so in that, in that point in my life, I was forced to pivot. <laughs> yes. Forced to pivot by, because you were fired. Because <laughs> I was fired. <laughs> uh, but that's kind of a good point too. A lot of the reason why we have to pivot is because we're forced to. I yeah I mean like if we're faced with two decisions then we're we're usually not so forced true but there are times when we're like I think nine times out of ten we're forced to yeah like um the entrepreneur I was talking about mm -hmm. he's doing this whole big event but the weather's crappy where he's at so Mm -hmm. he had to like completely change his entire venue and that's Uh. that's when pivoting is like forced upon you 
oh man unexpected things i i feel really bad for him but yeah that's a good point yeah that sucks switching venues can be expensive too mm-hmm. force the pivot <laughs> yeah I can't believe throughout this whole entire thing I have not yet referenced pivot, pivot, pivot. pivot. <laughs> okay, wait, but I thought you were the fake friends like person. Like you don't really watch friends. Well, I, I've seen <laughs> it a lot. I've seen almost all of the episodes, but it's kind of just like when okay. they're on, you know? It's That's not like it. I go and seek them out. I think that should be the title though. Yes. Pivot. Pivot. <laughs> Plus, those are like classic lines from Friends that everybody should know. Everyone, yeah. Did I tell you I got Chandler into Friends? Really? I, yeah. I did not think he was going to like it, and he would get really mad whenever I'd watch it without him. He's like... <laughs> favorite character Chandler <laughs> <laughs> I mean I think he would always say that was his favorite character just because it's his name yeah that makes sense but let's be real our favorite character is Joey <laughs> true Joey is the sweetest human also the dirtiest but mostly the sweetest he is a pure heart he does <laughs> especially that season where he's like with Rachel that whole time Oh, that was a good season. He was so nice. Yeah. Impatient. No, no guy would actually be like that. That's how you know it's all <laughs> written. Yeah. <laughs> I live with a guy, and it's not that he's not that sweet. Okay, <laughs> just give me on. That's funny. Finding underwear everywhere. Doesn't matter how often you clean the house, they've managed to get their clothes everywhere. Well, that's fun. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, it's so much fun. <laughs> so um do you have any weekend plans, Vicky, now that we're officially off topic? <laughs> topic. We've brought it around sometimes. Yeah. We always bring it around. Yeah. <laughs> um weekend plans. Working oh, and yeah. have an exam that I have yet to study for that's tomorrow. Oh my gosh, you have an exam over the weekend? Well, it's been open all week. Oh, okay, okay. But I will take it tomorrow, so. Makes sense. Yep. Um, and then I have a few other assignments due on the weekend as well, so that kind of sucks. That's a, it's a working weekend right there. It really is. Well, that's what happens when you leave for a week. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that's that. I, yeah, I had to do pretty much the same thing whenever I left, too. It sucks, but you always get back on track, especially since it's closer to the end of the year. You'll, you'll get it all done. Oh, yeah. It's kind of crazy. We only have three weeks left of school. I don't know what happened in April. I feel like yesterday was April 1st. Yeah, I agree. It's April 23rd. I don't know what. Like I remember, I remember thinking to myself, I have plenty of time to write this book report. <laughs> <laughs> when is it due? Uh, Wait, how many pages does it have to be? Okay, so actually, it's a really easy book report. I was freaking out yesterday, thinking that it was a lot longer, but okay. uh, it's it's just like it's like three paragraphs. That's all it has to be. Oh wow! Yeah, and that's pretty good. 
And like, I already went over the word count for the first paragraph because he's giving us word counts for each paragraph. And mm -hmm. I already went over the word count because it's only 50 to 100 words. <laughs> I was oh. like, okay. Yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah, so I, I'm, pro well, I got like over half of it done today. So I'll probably finish it either tomorrow or Monday. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then I'm gonna draw Chandler today. Good time. I mean, I Good hope time. he doesn't move too much. Yeah. But we'll see. I am really, I'm really thinking that that drawing is going to look like absolute crap, absolute butthole. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm not like I've watched so many videos on how to draw somebody that. Like in my mind, I think I'll do a good job, but I know as soon as I get to it and I start drawing, I'm gonna be like, it doesn't look right. That does not <laughs> look right. His head is not that big. <laughs> but we'll see. Uh, I'm not looking forward to it. Two things I literally cannot draw. People and animals. Oh, dude, me too. It's just, it just doesn't work out. And I feel like animals more so, honestly. Yeah, I just not people. understand. I've I've been able to draw animals, but it takes a lot of concentration. But people yeah. are far more difficult because of their ears, and then mm -hmm. their eyes. Like if you if you accidentally put one eye just just a tad higher, then it looks like they have they need help. Like or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, you put the nostril in the wrong spot, or you make the nostril too big, or whatever. I don't know. It, it's always there's always a problem whenever I draw people. <laughs> yeah. And I have to draw him with charcoal, and charcoal. I don't. I don't care what anyone says, but charcoal is hard. That stuff is difficult because you just you accidentally do one thing. You swipe your hand just over the paper by accident, and all of your work is gone. Yeah. No, I agree. It is difficult. It's messy. It's so messy. I just, I know every time I draw with it, I make the world's biggest mess. <laughs> but, and I get it, I get it everywhere. I get it on my face. I get it on like all over my clothes, of course, but I always, I always manage to get it on my ears and on my face. <laughs> <laughs> the life of an art student. Well, a student taking one art class. <laughs> Actually, I'm taking two. The other oh, one okay. requires ink, and I have definitely spilled ink in this apartment. Oh. <laughs> uh, but ink well, is a little more fun than mine. Yeah. Do you plan to take any more art classes? Um, I think I have to, but the other ones are like digital art. Okay. So they apply more. Yeah. Yeah, these art classes kind of suck. <laughs> my my other my other art class that requires ink is a little more fun. Like my like you can say a lot of things about your art like just out of your butt, just start pulling it, you know, <laughs> and and she'll take it most of the time. Nice. She's like she's like yeah, I see that. Or like like I put a coffee stain on one of my art things. And literally the day I was presenting my art, I'm like, the reason I did this coffee stain was because my boyfriend makes me coffee every morning and it makes me very happy. That's not <laughs> Wait, true. Oh my gosh. I, I just used the coffee stain thing because my teacher recommended it. 
but I like I just made up a different story for you there you go <laughs> that's art for you <laughs> yeah yeah she loved it she thought it was like she's all like that art piece there's so much to it there's so great I think there's a lot of humor and you you just have like little hidden things in there like copy I'm like yep, yep. you know what it's because someone out there also identifies deeply with a banana duct taped to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she is that kind of person who would who would identify with that. My my <laughs> professor, you should like if my professor is an interesting person. She's aren't she's, all art professors <laughs> interesting? Yeah, but she's like she's always like tiptoeing around her words, just like trying to please everyone. My other art professor's more like, well, that's a piece of crap. <laughs> just like, like I hate it. I mean, he's inter- He's an interesting guy, but he's more blunt. Mm-hmm. And the other one's more like, let me make sure I don't offend anyone. <laughs> and I'm like, just offend me, please. Tell me my artwork's crap. I know it's crap. Just tell me it's crap. <laughs> I don't know. Sounds like you got a nice balance there. Yeah, that's true. That's true, because the other one, I'll never understand him. I'll never understand. <laughs> He's brutal from he the sounds of it. He is brutal. Never, never take an art class unless you are ready to pull your hair out and gouge out your eyes. Ah. You realize you're not an actual artist for whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> you think your art's good and then they just shrunk, shrunk it. That's okay. You can pivot to something else. <laughs> I'll be pivoting. Yes. I'll be pivoting in other classes. Yep. <laughs> Next semester. Oh, are you still graduating early? Yes, oh, I will be. That's, I still can't believe. That's crazy. Yeah, it's exciting. Um, I have to take one summer class and then I will graduate next fall so are you graduating with any minors or is it just your is it a management it's management it's um an entrepreneurship major with a minor in spanish oh that's right i forgot you had that minor yeah Yeah, that'll take you a long way being able to speak another language oh that's true yeah that part is i uh i've asked I've been whenever I've applied for jobs I've been asked if I speak another language and I'm like no (laughs) I tried I tried to learn for some some more Spanish from uh what is it duo duolingo Duolingo? yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and then I gave up after a month because I couldn't get past like the pronoun I don't know I don't even remember I can't remember where I gave up but I kept getting mad at me and then the little bird scared me so I came (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, it's kind of sad. <laughs> I'm trying to learn it for Chandler. You know, Chandler could teach me Spanish. He could, yeah. He doesn't. Oh. I mean, I've, I've asked him several times, just teach me how to say something. And he does, and he makes me say like it five times, but then the next day he never quizzes me. I'm like, oh. you have to quiz me or else I'm going to forget. That's funny. You have to practice yeah. something ten ha- or ten hundred hours or whatever. Yeah, something like that. 
But he doesn't really practice anymore, huh? He doesn't nope. have many opportunities to. That's what makes me sad. Yeah. Is that he's so fluid in Spanish, but he doesn't use it. And um, I'm afraid that if he doesn't use it, he'll like, yeah, of course, he's already started like forgetting things. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, I don't want him to lose that skill because it's such a valuable skill. Yeah, for sure. I think we should just go to Mexico. Yes. Mm -hmm. Or I actually, it depends on what Spanish, I'm sure he'd be fine either way though. Spain or Mexico, I'm sure he'd be able to figure it out, but. Yeah. I mean, the general concepts are the same. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what's different about it, but I'm pretty sure the like, Spanish in Spain is more, uh, um, man, I want to say proper, but that's not right. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, I think it, I don't really know. I mean, the, what is it called? The Some of the conjugations are a little bit more like proper, you could say, <clears throat> but I don't know. I think just Mexico has a lot of slang. That's basically it. So it's kind of like uh, the United States and the UK. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Because they say like they they call fries chips. Like that's mm-hmm. that's that's weird. I'm just saying you don't. Whenever you get a fry, you don't think, huh? It's gonna make a crunch like a chip. Sometimes they're squishy. <laughs> well, it really depends what came first, the chip or the fry. <laughs> you know (laughs) Uh, the potato (laughs) okay who says a chip is crunchy well whenever you think of a chip you think of a crisp crispy noise oh they call chips not unless you live in the uk not if you live in the uk (sighs) and you think it's it's a fry ruining my mind it's like you know like whenever i first heard of uh fish and chips thought Mm -hmm. it was you know fish and fish and chips our version (laughs) literal chips chips, yeah yeah i'm like that doesn't sound like a substantial meal (laughs) (laughs) no it's fries it's fries yeah fries fish and fries what a what a tangent we went on there (laughs) Yes. The moral of this podcast is pivot. Pivot. Your chips don't look like chips. And when (laughs) fries don't look like fries. Uh, Yes. Yes. Oh, Vicky, have you have you read any good books lately? No, I don't really read. (laughs) (laughs) I mean I didn't finish that book, so. <laughs> um, um, I'm working on one with a friend, but um, that's the only one I've been reading right now. I'll probably start some over the summer. And then, and then you'll you'll pivot to another one. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to this book. Uh, well, actually, I just finished a book called Gone Girl. Okay, I think I've that- heard of it. Yeah, there's a movie about it. I've been watching the movie, but the movie is really cringing me out. Like, I've been I'm like, really? Ugh. Hold on, let me look it up. I gotta see it. <laughs> the book itself was amazing. And what like, is I it got... about again? What? Oh. Oh, you. Yeah, what's the book about? 
It's about a guy's wife who goes missing on their fifth anniversary or their fifth, yeah, their fifth anniversary. And uh, they like the police think it's the guy's fault, and then they're finding all these clues that it's maybe somebody else, stuff like that. It's a pretty intense book. And uh, I love the book, but the movie, the movie is just like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't like how the characters are and there's just something off about it. It's just, it's just like a really bad Grey's Anatomy, but without the surgery. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. What year is it? Um, I think the movie. Oh, 2014. Yeah, there, there we go. Yeah, I just answered my own question. That's okay. <laughs> 2014. Interesting. I highly recommend the book. I mean, most people do. Because the movie yeah. sucks so far. I've been, It's taken me all day to get through it because I keep pausing and walking away. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, but now I'm listening to this book called Lovely War. And it's not getting my attention, but it's getting me through work. So, there you go. Yeah. That's good. I listen to like six books a month because of work. Wow. That's yeah. cool. I don't feel any smarter. I think I know so much. Like now I know all about the drama in relationships that I've never experienced. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in a relationship for like, what is it? Is it five years? Come over five years and like everything that they talk about in books about relationships I'm like who does that who has the energy <laughs> for that oh <laughs> uh, like giant it. gestures just like oh you are my breath you are my life <laughs> writing poems and stuff <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh nobody once you once you hit once you're past one year you know you just like like well you look nice today or <laughs> you, you kind of stink you should right take a shower like and that's the beauty of um what is it fiction <laughs> <laughs> unrealistic goal or unrealistic expectations yes since Shakespeare. Since Shakespeare, yes. <laughs> For real. Would you die for me? You yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> you take the poison, I'll take the poison, and we'll die together. We've only known each other for two months, but we will die together. <laughs> yes. Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, did you have to read uh, the Romeo and Juliet? Mm parts of it we had in to read class right wait were you were you and mrs Sukuna's, Sukuna's class yeah okay. did we read all of it i don't even know i don't know i know we read like the screenplay thing whatever yeah. the only thing i remember about romeo and juliet is those remakes of it oh with yeah a more modern style oh yeah yeah with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, I think. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I remember that too. I I also remember pronouncing loins lions in front of the whole class. <laughs> and I don't a, even remember that. Well, that's good. But there's a certain someone who got really mad at me about it. And I ever since, I, well, I've always hated reading out loud. 
because mm. I always pronounce things wrong, like psycho and pistachio. <laughs> <laughs> and then I pivoted to stop reading out loud. There you go. Pivot. <laughs> Essential. Yeah, we're so we're amazing examples of pivoting, obviously. We pivoted the our way through this entire podcast. We <laughs> so that's pretty good. I think I think we really did. We we, we lead by example. We <laughs> <laughs> no, if you want your kids to know how to pivot have them listen to this podcast and they will understand that pivoting is just a, a nice word of getting off track but yes. getting back on track exactly back off of it. Um, well i thought this was this one was pretty good yeah good. i agree do you want to do the outro sure all right um Thanks again for listening to Not A Resume. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we will catch you guys next time.